Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Relove Podcast. This is Pastor Rico. Our hope is that today's message adds life and power to your journey as you grow. Thanks for joining us. Our scripture reading today is coming from Mark. Mark chapter 15. And verses 6 through 15. What book did I say? Mark, the 15th chapter. And when you found it, say amen. And you can stand to your feet as well. And if you're still looking, say, help me, Jesus. And remember, you're in his house. So when you call him, he comes and sees about you. So it's okay to say, help me, Jesus, as you are in his house looking for his word. Mark, chapter 15. Just waiting for somebody else to say amen because they found it. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 15 and this particular pericope records an interesting situation that happens during the time Christ is before Pilate. I'll read it in your hearing and it reads, it was the usual practice, I'm coming from the New International Reader's Version, at the Passover feast to let one prisoner go free. Mm -hmm. The people could choose the one they wanted. I'm at verse seven. A man named Barabbas was in prison. He was there with some other people who had fought against the country's rulers. They had committed murder. Does your Bible say that? Yes, it does. They had committed murder while they were fighting against the rulers. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want to let the king of the Jews go free? Asked Pilate. He knew Verse 10, that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him because they wanted to get their own way. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that the crowd asked to let Jesus go free instead. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure you were paying attention uh, to what was happening here. Uh, it's an interesting turn of events here. Uh, so the crowd asked Pilate to let Barabbas go free instead. My, my. Then what should I do with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked them. Crucify him, the crowd shouted. And he drives the point home a little further. He says, but why? This generation would say, for why? What wrong has he done, asked Pilate. But they shouted even louder. What did they say? Come on, come on, come on, guys. That's, maybe you're saying it that way because you feel like if you and I were in that position, we wouldn't say that that loud. But I'll say it for you. They said, crucify him even more. 
Pilate wanted to satisfy, satisfy the crowd, so he let Barabbas go free. He ordered that Jesus be whipped. And then he handed over our Savior to be nailed to a cross. Pray with me and for me as we talk for just a moment under the title, I don't know about you, but I'm making the right decision. Father God, I stretch my hands today. No other help I know. For if today, Father, you would remove yourself from me, this suit would fall to the ground as a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Your name would, would, would probably still get the glory, but I would be remiss, Father, if I didn't give you this honor. As we remember, Father, this week and next week, your sacrifice on Calvary. I'm reminded of who I am and what I so easily run to do. So now, Lord, I pray that you would hide me behind the cross, that you would give us a moment with you. And now, Lord, consider their hearts and enable your servant to speak your word boldly stretch out your hand to perform signs and wonders through your holy name through Jesus name let the whole church say amen and amen you may take your seat I don't know about you but I'm making the right choice I can imagine, if you please, that when Pilate received Jesus in this particular situation, he really thought that he was going to show the rabbis that the people would be on his side. I can imagine that he really believed that if I put him up against uh, 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 something that is clear and reasonable, Jeremy, I'm sure that these people in here, this crowd out here, would choose for themselves to have Jesus instead of the other choice. Ginger, if he were a Christian person, he'd probably have the musicians already begin to play Lachey. I'd rather have Jesus than anything because he was sure that they would choose Jesus, Carol. So he says, I'll ask them to make an easy choice. I'll ask them to make a choice between a murderer and a life giver. I'll ask them to make a choice between someone they know is guilty and someone they know is innocent. I'll ask them to make a choice of someone that they have walked with their whole lives and have experienced his miracles and experienced the things that he has done. And I am so sure that they are going to choose. I wonder who was in the audience or if they were 
actually there, individuals who Christ had actually touched and, and dealt with and actually healed and actually done. I wonder if they were there, David. I wonder if they were in the audience at this time or maybe they were not. Maybe they weren't there because, uh, because they probably had good sense, they thought, not to be in those moments. You remember when they came to get Jesus out of the garden, uh, it was just Peter who was just like, what in the world's going on? He's swinging swords left and right, cutting off ears. I need to tell the church something. If I were to, 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 to say that identif I identify with any one of the disciples, I'm, I'm like, Peter, I'm, I'm cutting, I'm swinging. I'm, I'm swinging. I, and I really hope, I really hope that, that I'm Peter because, because, because in that moment, right there at the garden, I would be saying to myself, Captain, I mean, that's my guy. Like, no, for real. Like, for, nah, I mean, because I would have been of the mindset that, oh, for sure, he, he, right now he going to call for the kingdom and all the angels going to come down. And so let me show the angels who to get first. I believe I'm going to be like Peter, but, 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 but the truth is, I, I, I bet you like most good Christians who, 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 who don't go to places where they think that Jesus won't be, none of the people who Jesus had touched were in that audience watching him. Ginger, you laughing because you know exactly what I'm saying. I promise you that any good self-respecting uh, Christian was not there because that's a place where other Christians could be probably nailed to the cross like Jesus and probably thrown to the side. So they themselves were like, you know, I am not going to be there. So when it came time for the roll call to who would choose Jesus, it was only the itchy ear drama seekers who never choose him anyway. The individuals who are always looking for a good sermon but can't sit through a remedial sermon. That'll get you on the way out. The individuals who are always looking to make sure that, the, oh man, the pre he told them. But as soon as the preacher begin to tell you, oh shoot, conference, we need another pastor. I'm pretty sure that those individuals who had been healed by God, uh, where was the man who got divine spit on his eyes? I, I, I want to know, David. I want, I want to know where, where was he? Uh, 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 Sister McBride, uh, uh, where was the woman who, 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 who saw Jesus raise their son from the grave? Where are the individuals in this moment who could actually say, no, we choose Jesus and, 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 and get rid of Barabbas. We don't want him. Can I tell you something? That when we are pressured by life, the choices we make sometimes don't reflect what we really feel. And then from time to time, they do reflect what we really feel. What do you mean, preacher? You see, sometimes our first response isn't always our best response. Mm -hmm. 
And it doesn't always come from the idea of some Freudian uh, presupposition that, oh, I, I kind of said what I was thinking without, without knowing what I was saying, that kind of a thing. Sometimes, for some Christians, uh, our, our first response is, is from bad calculations and, and faulty memories and misunderstandings of events and facts. And, and, and so sometimes when we make certain choices in life, uh, it, it's not because we didn't know that there was a clear-cut Jesus answer. We just didn't know. I need you to fully understand that God has a ton of grace or more for the chances that, for the choices that you and I make, and we just didn't know. He, he's, 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 this is why babies and people who can't comprehend, they just get a, a, a immediate pass to heaven. VIP. Whoop. Right, like they just, they just going because Jesus is like, I mean, how can I hold them accountable? Maybe you're a new Christian and you didn't understand that Christ was going to make a right. Uh, and so you made a left. And, and so then you, you felt yourself outside in the cold. But I need you to fully understand in those moments, God sends grace and mercy to come and get you to make sure that you're doing all right and to help you understand, hey, um, you, you're new in your relationship with me and you don't understand what it feels like to, to have me whisper uh, in your ear and that still small voice speak to you. Uh, uh, so, so when I put that still small voice on you, sometimes you and I only get to understand that still small voice through trial and error. Any saints with a testimony in the building? I remember my ears had to get attuned uh, to the voice of God uh, to begin to hear what he was telling me and showing me and where he was asking me to go. And so if that's you today, who in your moments when you did not see who it really was, you shouted, give me Barabbas. Uh, I mean, Jesus. Wait, I don't know. I need you to fully understand God's got a ton of grace for you. He understands. Sometimes it's possible to miss Jesus. Sometimes it's possible to misunderstand him because you're new to him. But that's not all of us in the building, Nina. Some of us, we don't miss Jesus because of faulty memory. Captain Peel, some of us, we don't miss Jesus because of misunderstandings of him. Some of us don't miss Jesus because of bad calculations. Some of us miss Jesus because he's just not popular enough. Mm -hmm. Some of us miss Jesus just because he's really sometimes not that fun. Some of us, we miss Jesus sometimes because, because truthfully, we know he's not going to approve with the direction that we are trying to go with our lives. Other times we, we choose our Barabbas over Jesus is because we really don't trust him. You see, not so much in the explicit sense of like, oh, do you trust Jesus? Like an open question, like pastors say, hey, do you trust Jesus? If you do, raise your hand. I mean, everybody in the church will raise their hand. Of course, I, I trust Jesus. But, 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 but let, me, let me tell you something. I, I firmly believe, and, and I've, got, I've got the Bible to prove it. The devil walks into Jesus' place and he says, hey, Lord. Jesus says to him, what you doing? He said, you know, I'm just roaming. I'm just, I'm just out here just chilling, just doing my own thing. He says, uh, 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 have you considered my church relove? And the devil says, yeah, consider them, Jesus, but you know, 
Jesus said, listen, man, those, those are my people. I, I, I promise you, man, they, they love me. He said, I promise you, the devil comes into your address and he comes over. He says, Jesus, just, just let me shake him a little bit. I promise you. I promise you, Jesus, they'll, 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 they'll forget about you. This week when you went to work and somebody uh, annoyed you and you had a choice to choose your response, a, a soft answer to turn away wrath or to light them up, the, the, the devil came in. He said, he said hey, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus. Let me, let me tell you something. I, pro I promise you, Jesus. If you, if you let me turn them upside down a little bit, I promise you, Jesus. I promise they'll forget all about you, Jesus. And the next thing you know, Lord, they'll, they'll be right over here with me. Jesus is like, nah, nah, nah. Listen, this, this week your husband or your wife irritated the life out of your soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The devil ran and he said, Lord, he said, hey, Jesus, look, look, let me press him just a little bit. I promise you, Lord, if I press him real hard, I'm not going to kill him, Jesus. I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going to press Jay. He's going to be so mad with his wife. I promise you he'll turn his back on you. And the fact is, is that some of us came out of this week victorious in those situations and some of us are holding our heads down because we did not choose the Lord in those moments. I need you to fully understand, the devil does not come at you and I like Pilate came at the crowd with clear-cut decisions and reasons as to who to choose and who not to choose. He comes with your emotions and your feelings and you and I be feeling like if I choose Jesus, my feelings will mean nothing. Mm -hmm. If I choose what the Bible tells me to do, then I'll have to swallow these feelings. And so since you and I are slaves to our feelings, we will often not choose Jesus because of the peer pressure of our feelings. I need you to fully understand, not only do we have the peer pressure of our feelings, but we have the peer pressures of our boys and our girls who be like, Stop, I, mean, I wouldn't do that. And because we stop to live for them and forget to, leave, to live for Jesus, we'll choose Barabbas. I need you to fully understand that the decision between choosing Barabbas or choosing Jesus literally is a decision that says, am I going to choose me or am I going to choose the king? Am I going to choose my pleasure or am I going to choose the king's pleasure? I, I, I want to put this in your spirit for today. Uh, 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 something happens uh, uh, when, when the Christian and the lover of God and the man and woman of God uh, 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 come into these kinds of situations. Sometimes Jesus gets blind to us and we don't see him. Anybody willing to testify sometimes you don't see Jesus? Man, you, you, sometimes we just be seeing red. Do you know the heat coming up behind your ears? You're feeling the tingling, muscles start quivering, the fight or flight response starts kicking in, and Jesus will be like, sit down, I got this. You'll be like, no, Lord. Last time I sat down, they got away. Jesus will be saying, listen, man, listen, I, 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 I got this. You'll be like, no, Jesus. Listen, I want to put this in your spirit. I don't know about you, but I'm going to start making the right decisions. I want you to begin to believe that. I want you to begin to put that in your spirit. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to start making the right decisions. There's a song we used to sing. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Uh, I want you to declare this in your spirit. It's me, oh Lord. I'm going to make the right decisions. 
I'm going to start choosing you, God, when life gets difficult. And, and, and so I put together just a few points to how to choose Jesus when he's not popular. How to choose Jesus when your feelings don't want you to choose him. First point, take a break when life starts to squeeze you. No, 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 seriously, because like you, you thought this is rocket science, like, oh, shoot. No, 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 for real. Just take a break. You see, because oftentimes when life starts to go fast and you feel like you're in a roller coaster or you're about to get thrown off the thing, it's just a question. What are you going to do in this tough moment? In this moment where things feel like they're out of control, where you've told your child more often than not what they should do and they're going the other way and you want to tear them a new spot. I'm choosing Jesus. Take a break. No, seriously, sit down. Because when life is suggesting that you and I would doubt Jesus, that's the devil. When life is suggesting that you and I should not consider a Jesus response to what's happening, that is the devil. And I need you to fully understand a Jesus response is not, yes, you can treat me however you want to treat me. That's not a Jesus response. That's not a Jesus response. Jesus did not create doorknobs and and footstools for people to step on and and doormats for people to wipe them. That's not how God created you. God created you as a functioning human being with a mind and boundaries that can say, hey, I don't like to be treated like that. Please don't do that. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you and keep you. Stay away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a Jesus response. What would not be a Jesus response is to throw hands. Yep, that's not a Jesus response. Like, just, just, just don't throw hands like, the, like, like road rage situations. Don't, don't get out of the vehicle. That's not a Jesus response. If you feel like you got to get out of the vehicle when you're mad at somebody on the freeway, I'm just trying to give you some practical things. You're you messing up. You're messing up. You're messing up. Sit in the vehicle. Turn on the AC. And let the mad man or mad woman scream at the window until your light gets green or until traffic is moving for you. And then carefully, did I say carefully? Turn your car away from the offended individual and drive away. Hallelujah. (laughs) He who walks away lives to fight another day. Oftentimes when life begins to press you and I and we get into these heated moments, we really feel like, yo, I got to show them who I really am. I got to let them know what I'm going to do. And if I don't, they're going to do it again. I need you to fully understand. Take a break when life begins to press you. When it begins to ask you to doubt Jesus. Woosah the moment real quick. Woosah. Seriously. And then take some introspection on the actual facts. Sometimes, like one time we was driving down here to church, and I didn't even know I cut this guy off. He just got in front of me and slowed down. I was like, okay. And then he turned his windshield wiper fluid with stuff on, and it was just flying all over my car. (laughs) I was like, Mm. 
Like I, I was, I was, you know, y'all probably will never have the opportunity to drive with me. Praise Jesus. But my, 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 my kids will tell you, you know, I have a brother who's told me that I'm like a bully on the road. David, but what I didn't know was when he was behind me, I turned my flash, my, my windshield wipers on and his car got wet. I didn't even know. I was just, but it was when he did it. Now, now mind you, mind you, to the visitors in the room, you know, because the rest of the saints in here, the first time people who are in here watching online, wherever you may be, listen, when he got in front of me and he slowed down, I forgot I was going to church. We was in the truck, right, babes? We was in the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew he couldn't handle me. I was getting ready to make a move on him, get in front, back up on him too. Like, what's up, bro? What's I mean? But I took a break for, for listen. I just took a second. And it was because he put his, his windshield things on, he was trying to get me back. I realized, oh, shoot. I bothered him first. And I didn't even know it. So I said, okay, cool. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm finished with it, Carol. I was, at that moment, I was done, Nina. I was finished. He was still backing up on the brakes. He was still, I don't, I had a hard time choosing Jesus in this moment. So as he rode, as I rode up past him, he got next to me. I looked at him. And then I just clapped my hands. <laughs> I see you, I see you. And then I just pulled off and I kept going. And he's fighting through traffic, trying to catch up to me. He gets on the side. He's trying to, like, speak to us on the side. Sister McBride put her jacket up like, we ain't paying attention to you. <laughs> and then we just moseyed our way on down the freeway because I was finished. with. I had taken a, a moment of it. And I, listen, listen, I didn't make all the right Jesus decisions, but I, I promise you, with what I know I could do, I definitely made a good Jesus decision. Hallelujah. <laughs> the baby said amen. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take a break and just breathe for a second. And just figure it out. Like, because oftentimes, you, listen, it's possible. You can offend somebody and you just don't even know. Like, you can, attend, like you, can, you can speak to angels and deal with them unaware. You can also offend somebody unaware. You just didn't really even know. So when you figure it out and you think for a moment, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. That's the soft answer that turns away wrath. That's you taking a break and figuring it out. Like, oh, shoot, okay, cool, kids. Like, when you're dealing with your parents and they start flying off at the handle, yelling and screaming at you like we have the right to do. I'm going to teach you the soft answer. Here's the soft answer. Okay, mommy. Okay, daddy. That's the soft answer right there. That's, you done. Listen, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. You know how much liberty you will have in your life, young child who's in here, young man, young boy, young girl, when you just learn how to say, okay, daddy. Okay, mommy. You want to go back and forth with me? I got time. I take you to school. You're going to be in the car with me having a conversation. I got a whole lot of time for this if you want to go back and forth. But as soon as you say, listen, you can diffuse a spanking and some time out. As soon as you say, okay, mommy. Okay. Listen, listen. Truth is, you and I can diffuse a lot of life problems as soon as we say, okay, Jesus, I see you. As soon as we say, okay, daddy, up there in heaven, listen, you're right. 
soon as we bow out from those moments and stop acting like we are the king, I promise you, the choices between Barabbas and Jesus is literally a choice between me or the king. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to start making the right decisions. Point number two, listen, man, sometimes you got to do it just like, just like Mike. Just do it. Just try Jesus. Literally, just try Jesus. He says, he says a few times in his words, hey, 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 prove me. Here now, saith the Holy Spirit. Like, like, I want you to understand, take a chance on Jesus. Take a chance on God to hold you when no one else will because sometimes when you and I have to choose Jesus, it means we got to step outside and be by ourselves. It means we got to go and walk away with the hurt sometimes and not get the person back. It, it means sometimes that I got to sit here and be mad, but the Bible says be angry and sin not. Sometimes you got to take a chance on Jesus. Take a chance on God to provide for us when it looks like we're not going to have no provisions if we make that move and tithe this month. Hello, somebody. Take a chance on God and, and, and see what he's going to do. Can I tell you something about our God? He regularly takes chances on us. I, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not really a betting individual. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't have money like that to bet with, you know. I don't, I'm not Mayweather, Stacks, and I can't bet like that. And our God is not a betting person, but I promise you, he bet his son's life on you. He bet his son's life on us, and we are repeat sinners. We regularly go to, the, to, 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 to hell and, 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 and do foolishness. And, and, and right in the midst of our sin, we don't find our brothers and sisters to pick us up. You find that still small voice. His name is God, who Jesus, who, who, who decides to take a chance on you and I in the midst of our sin. Sometimes you just got to try him and just do it like Nike said. Just do it. Number three. My last and final one as we get ready to wrap this up. Sometimes the way to choose Jesus when he's not popular is to call to remembrance the last time he did something you and I did not deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call to remember it's the last time he blessed you and you didn't deserve a blessing. Call to remembrance the last time he opened a way when you didn't deserve him open a way. I just got a quick question. Is anybody out here a recipient of unmerited favor that when you looked at how good God was to you and you did the math, you realized that you are an undeserving, selfish brat who calls yourself a saint but is always a sinner? Anybody out here know that the favor on your life is just flat out unfair to the favor on your neighbors because your neighbors be going through hell but you somehow seem to get to work on time safely and come back home safely you somehow still have money in your bank when others don't you somehow still have food in your cupboards you somehow still have a doctor to take care of you when you're sick you somehow still have a co-payment to make to the doctor even though it's a PPO and not in store you somehow still have blessings of God on your life and other 
others are walking around shoeless and 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 homeless and 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 foodless but you woke up this morning in your right mind the blood still running warm in your veins and let me tell you something if you can remember how good God is in the moments when life is pressing you and shaking you and turning you upside down it's in those moments elder echo that you might make a choice for Jesus it's in those moments that you might choose to be with the king instead of choosing to be with yourself it's in those moments that you'll probably say Lord come get me because if I stay here longer I'm not gonna choose you I need you to fully understand the things that God does for you and I we don't deserve it the ways that he makes for us we don't deserve it if somehow you walked in here saying to yourself because you dressed yourself looking nice or you just came in however you wanted to come in that you deserve God's goodness your relationships with humans is not the same as your relationship with God wrong me a few times and I'll ask for another church wrong God a few times and he'll still keep coming at you if I keep bothering my wife she'll ask for another husband probably hopefully she won't but I promise you if I keep bothering God he'll not stop leaving me he'll keep coming to chase me he'll keep coming after me he'll leave me here on this earth so I can choose him so I don't care about how many times you drink or how many times you fall into a bad habit when you have a chance to choose Jesus make sure that you choose him I don't know about you but I'm gonna make the right decision I don't know about you but I'm gonna choose Jesus I don't know about you but I remember what he did for me on Calvary I remember how he saved me when nobody else will I remember how he kept me from falling off the road when I was acting a fool I remember how he saved me in front of a judge I remember how he gave his life I gotta ask you the question, do you remember? Do you remember when you were diagnosed with a disease that they said you wouldn't get over but you're still alive today? Do you remember that when God said, when the doctor said you weren't going to make it because you had a rare situation, but you're still here today? Do you remember the last time you were homeless or rent was due and you didn't have enough money? I need you to fully understand. That's why you choose him. That's why you choose him. That's why you say to the obvious situation, Barabbas, I don't want you, but I want some Jesus. That's why you say to yourself, you can't think past a second, but God can think past my future. I choose Jesus. Come on, say this with me. I don't know about you, but I'm making the right decision. Lift your hand up to God right now, Father, in the, in the congregation. God, we recognize today, Father, that even though the, the choices weren't as clear as they were for the people in the Bible about Barabbas and Jesus, Father, that we don't know about anybody else, but we're gonna start making the right decisions. Father, today, oh God, I want you to seal these decisions that we are making, Father. Because, Lord, what we really want to say is <laughs> hell lost another one. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, God. Hell lost another one, Jesus, because we're going to start making the right decisions, God. 
So God, when life begins to shake us, God, we're going to make the right decision, Father. When life begins to press us, Father, we're going to stop for a moment, take a breath, and make some introspection and realize it could have been me uh, hurting somebody else. So, so I'm going to just take a breath, Father. We're going to take a chance on you, God, and just trust your Father. And then, God, we're going to call to remembrance. Oh, God. That even in the moments where we just couldn't find our shoes and we called you for something so small, God, you showed up and showed us where we put our shoe the last time, Father. God, that in the moments when we couldn't realize where's our keys before we walk out of the house, God, and we're willing to blame everybody alive in the house, Father, but we called out to you, Father. It's in those moments of minuscule, uh, uh, seemingly unimportant things, God, that you seem to show up so strong and, and, and so big, Father. And so, God, when we're asked to choose between our pleasure and between you, Father, we're going to make the right decision, Jesus. So no matter what our friends say, no matter what our boys say, no matter what our girls say, Father, we're going to choose you. And in this Easter moment, Father, we choose you. So thank you, Father, for sealing this decision and, and teaching all of us what it is to hear your voice. Thank you for the grace and mercy that you have for all of us. You're so kind. You're so loving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, give God a hand praise in the building. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. God, you're worthy. You're worthy. And we give you all the glory.